Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everybody, welcome into another exciting edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you talking all things Florida Panthers hockey over the course of the next hour, and we have a lot to get to. The Panthers are back on the ice tonight at FLA Live Arena in Sunrise. It's going to be a 7 o'clock face-off, 6.30 Panthers preview across the radio network, but we'd love to see you there. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. The Panthers can set a new franchise record if they win tonight. That would be a 13th straight win for the Panthers, who won their 12th consecutive game back on Thursday night, a 5-2 win at home over the Detroit Red Wings. We'll have highlights from that game coming up here in just a moment, as well as some post-game thoughts from Panthers interim head coach Andrew Brunette. The Panthers are also on the ice tomorrow night, the final regular season home game for the Panthers as they welcome in the cross-state rival Tampa Bay Lightning. And Panthers fans, come out to Pucks and Pints Beer Fest, presented by Funky Buddha Brewery. That's tomorrow at FLA Live Arena. Sample unlimited beer, listen to live music, watch the Cats defend home ice against Tampa Bay beginning at 7 p.m. Portion of the proceeds benefits the Panthers Foundation. Must be 21 or older to enter. Go to panthersfoundation.org for more information. So the Panthers, two regular season home games left. Then they'll have a road trip to finish out the campaign beginning Tuesday night on the road against the Boston Bruins. But the Panthers tonight at 7 against Toronto. Tomorrow at 7 against Tampa Bay. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com. 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. Later on in the show, Jameson All of FloridaPanthers.com and the Territory Talk podcast. He's going to stop by coming up in segment number three. Next segment, joining us from NHL Network, Jackie Redman going to stop by the show. So we have a big program coming your way here. Let's get into the action from Thursday night first. The Panthers won a 12th straight game. They knocked off Detroit. 5-2 was the final score at FLA Live Arena back on Thursday. Thursday. Here's all the Panthers goal scoring as it aired on the Florida Panthers radio network. Forsley up the left side in offensively for the Panthers. Takes it down to the near corner. He'll send it around to the far side of the ice. Montour pinching in. He'll take it on a bounce. In from the score. And it's Nolachari and this game is tied at one. In a hurry right out front to Achari and he jams it home. 
Down to the left wing corner to Huberto. Side of the net for Reinhardt. Hopped over a stick. Puck rims around the end boards. Duclair far side. Parkov walks into the high slot. A shot. He scores a power play goal. And the Panthers have taken a 2-1 lead. Barkov with a laser of a wrist shot out of the high slot. Now a two-on-one developing the other way. Here's Marchman with Hornquist. Marchman right side. Looks across. Bouncing puck. And they score. That one pinball past Nedeljkovic. Mason Marchman's going to get it. And the Panthers have taken a 3-1 lead. Meanwhile, down to a right in the far corner. It's Marchman. Pass in front. A shot. They score. And it's McKenzie Weger set up perfectly in front by Marchman. And the Panthers take a 4-2 lead. Enough was enough. Huberto on the end boards with it to Bennett in front, and they score! It's tapped in by Reinhardt. And the Panthers get a power play goal, and they take a 5-2 lead. Here's Ernie up the left side. A shot to save Bobrovsky. The final seconds tick away, and the Panthers have tied a franchise record, a 12th street victory. Tonight they top the Detroit Red Wings 5-2, the final score. So a 5-2 win for the Panthers last time out. That was Thursday against Detroit, a 12th straight win for the Panthers. With that win, and also the same night, Tampa Bay beating Toronto by an 8-1 final score. The Panthers clinched the top spot in the Eastern Conference and the Atlantic Division for the regular season, so the Panthers will have home ice advantage on the Eastern Conference side of the playoffs, guaranteed. Still into a race with Colorado for that top spot overall, the President's Trophy, but the Panthers playing some great hockey. They've won 12 in a row, and even with everything clinched, the Panthers continue to roll. Here's Panthers interim head coach Andrew Burnett. He was asked after the game his thoughts on what the team's been able to accomplish and the way they played lately, especially with so many things already clinched. Well, I think it's maturity of the group. I think they recognize uh, the real season begins when the regular season's over and, and they're very hungry to, to be great. And they've had that mindset and we've just continuously tried to get a little bit better. Um, I thought we had a little bit loose and then we tightened up our game for, for a little bit and shows that they're willing to, to do the right things to, to get the end result here, um, which is when the Stanley cup. So that's a step. I think it probably is a man. They, they just, just, just keep going, put ourselves in a really good position, get some home ice, but we all understand in playoffs home ice isn't really mean a whole lot. It's where your game's at. And that's kind of been our focus here of late. Panthers interim head coach Andrew Brunette following Thursday night's 5-2 win over Detroit. Panthers back on the ice tonight against Toronto at 7. Tomorrow against Tampa Bay at 7. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets for all the action at FLA Live Arena. Panthers fans now too early to start planning for the 2023 NHL All-Star Game in South Florida. Come see some of the biggest stars across the league, showcase their skills, and enjoy some South Florida sun. Pre-sale access is available to territory members. For more information, go to FloridaPanthers.com slash members. Later on in the hour, I'll be joined by Jameson Olive, my co-host on the Territory Talk podcast. You know him from FloridaPanthers.com and the second intermission of every Panthers radio broadcast. But coming up next segment, joining us from NHL Network, Jackie Redman going to stop by the program. She'll be on the show next. Don't go anywhere. I'm Doug Plagans. This is the Panthers Insider Show right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Everybody, welcome back.
back here on the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you talking all things Panthers hockey and beyond, as always, here this week. And, well, we've got an exciting guest coming your way here in just a moment. Of course, the Panthers getting ready to take on the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight at 7. How about these last two home games of the regular season schedule for the Panthers? Tonight at 7, Toronto. Tomorrow at 7, the Tampa Bay Lightning coming to town. You don't want to miss any of that. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. And you want to make sure you have the best Panthers gear. Panthers fans, go to FLATeamShop.com for your exclusive Panthers licensed merchandise, including one-of-a-kind game-used gear, hockey-inspired fashion apparel, and much more. Shop now, FLATeamShop.com. And now we bring in our special guest here this morning on the Panthers Insider Show from NHL Network. You know Jackie Redmond. Jackie, thanks very much for stopping by. And by the way, you can catch Jackie today on a special edition of NHL Network Showcase. That's today, 12.30 p.m. Eastern. Free-flowing conversation, reaction, and analysis from Jackie, EJ Raddick, Mike Rupp, Kevin Weeks. Jackie, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. And what can we expect this afternoon? My goodness, I'm so excited to be here. We were talking about this uh, earlier today. You know, you and I go way back to the yeah. American Hockey League when we were both cutting our teeth, trying to figure out how the heck we were going to get to the big leagues one day. And now here we are uh, about to talk some Florida Panthers hockey, which I'm stoked about. But yes, the showcase game is going to be a really good time. And it's something, you know, that we're trying out. We've never done this before uh, at NHL Network, but we do share a studio space with MLB Network. And last year they had these clubhouse games where they would bring in, um, you know, analysts and hosts and some different players. CC Sabathia was involved and they would sit around in couches. They'd have the game on the big monitor and they would just watch the game as if they were at, at someone's house with a bag of chips, and maybe a cold beer watching the game. We're not going to have the beers, but we are going to have that free flowing conversation. And the idea really we're still covering the game. We're still going to talk about what's happening in the game. I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea that we're going to be, you know, talking about our plans for that night or anything like that. Uh, we are going to cover the game. It's just going to be more of an experience where we want to invite the viewers in and hockey fans in to experience what it would be like to watch a game with us at someone's house or at a bar. What is Kevin Weeks like when he kicks his feet up and he's just watching the game in real time? How does he react? Um, and so that's kind of the gist of what we're going to do. And I'm, I'm, I couldn't be more excited to do it with Kevin Weeks, Mike Rupp and EJ Raddick, who are all amazing people, but who are also really fun to hang out with. So uh, I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. And that's going to be today, 1230 Eastern NHL Network. And of course, as these playoff races continue down the stretch here and we get closer to the playoffs, you want to tune into NHL Network as much as possible to get you caught up on everything up to the minute each day. But uh, Jackie, going off of that first, I know uh, talking Panthers right now kind of involves talking the whole Eastern Conference because they're heading to the playoffs, the Eastern Conference playoff picture the field has been pretty set for a couple of months. Teams still battling for positioning, but in mentioning the Pittsburgh Penguins right there off the top, I feel like for the last few years, a lot of people have been saying, okay, this team's going to age out. Eventually they're going to hit the wall. I've been one of those people. I would never pick against <laughs> Sidney Crosby in anything. And Hey, they're right there. It looks like they're going to have a seat at the table again. And I tell you what, they look like a team that could be dangerous uh, once again. 
Yeah, I've made the mistake of underestimating Sidney Crosby and the Pens uh, in the past, and they I, that has burned me a time or two in my life. But, you know, Sidney Crosby, it's crazy to think about. He's having this great season despite, you know, starting the season off with an injury and then getting COVID and all this stuff. And he's having such an awesome season, and I love to see that. It's crazy that we don't talk about him in the same vein as we talk about Connor McDavid Mm -hmm. or Austin Matthews or even Jonathan Huberdeau, obviously getting a lot of attention this season, rightfully so. And Sidney Crosby's name, it's like it's like the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh name maybe to come up in those conversations um, about best players in the league doing big things. But, you know, Sid still got it. And I think Sidney Crosby is still hungry to win more. You know, you he strikes me as the type of person based on his work ethic, uh, his compete level and his leadership qualities that you know, he's not satisfied. He wants to be one of the best ever. And how do you do that? You put up good numbers and you win Stanley Cups. So I think Sid would love uh, to get himself to another Stanley Cup final. And, and he's playing like like a man possessed and, and motivated to do that. We'll see how the goaltending shakes out here for Pittsburgh uh, down the stretch. But a great outing for Casey DeSmith the other night. Post a shutout against the Boston Bruins. Um We'll see if he can carry the load. I don't know what's going to happen with Tristan Jari, but he had a heck of a season and a lot to prove this year going into the postseason after last year. So they're an interesting team. I'm not quite sure what to expect from them. Uh, I guess it'll depend how the, the matchups shake out, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, you can never underestimate Sidney Crosby and the Pens, that's for sure. And yeah, Chris. I- year too. Yeah, he's been outstanding and you have Crosby, Malkin and Carter down the middle. Uh even here in uh, 2022, that's still a pretty good pretty good 1 2 3 they can throw at you as far as the centers are concerned. And again, you can catch Jackie today special edition NHL Network showcase that's 12:30 Eastern. It'll be free-flowing conversation, reaction, analysis from Jackie EJ Raddick who was on this show about a month or so ago, Mike Rupp, Kevin Weeks. So again, should be a lot of fun today on NHL Network. That's 12:30 Eastern. Jackie going off a, a couple of things that you just mentioned. First, as far as the Florida Panthers are concerned, they're in a running for the President's Trophy. They've won 12 straight games, which in some ways I feel like has flown under the radar a little bit that they've won 12 in a row. And yeah, they're, they're just on an absolute roll. Maybe it's because this team has accomplished so much already this season. But as far as the Panthers go, Jackie, uh, met your expectations, exceeded your expectations. Uh, where are they as far as what you thought they would do this year? Well, I want to preface this by saying last year I took the Florida Panthers in the first round against Tampa. I was like, the I, I was like, the cats can do it. I know they can do it. And it was a great series, a wildly entertaining series. One suspension away from the Florida Panthers. Maybe it, maybe it shakes out different. I don't know. Uh, but I did take them. So I want cats fans to know that, but even coming into this season, I didn't expect this. I didn't expect, you know, scoring the most goals that we've seen in the Stanley Cup era. I didn't, as much as I love Jonathan Huberto, I didn't predict that he would be in the Hart Trophy conversation, which he absolutely deserves to be in. It has been insane to watch and a lot of fun because the Florida Panthers, as you know, you know, three years ago, four years ago, when I first started here at NHL Network five years ago, they would go on these tears, but it was always like a little too little too late and they would just they would just miss uh out on a postseason spot so it's nice to see it sort of all sort of grow and evolve for Barkov and Huberto and see them really um take big steps in their careers as leaders more than anything else and then I mean what can you say about the front office and some of the the Mm -hmm. 
additions that they've made to this team have worked out seamlessly. I mean, it's one thing to, to make a big move or make a big acquisition, but we've seen it over and over again in this league. It doesn't always work. It's not always a fit, uh, but it feels like the Panthers can do no wrong. And, you know, you fall into this trap as it pertains to you talking about the winning streak where, you know, now we're just used to it. Oh, it's just been such an easy season for the Panthers. How are they going to do this when they face adversity in the playoffs? And I hear that and I go, hold on, hold on. No adversity. They had an absolutely unexpected coaching change. They lost their number one defenseman again, who is a crucial part. And when he comes back, I don't care who you are, high ankle sprain, like he, he, he's better at 80% than most people are at a hundred, but you still want him to be fully healthy. So um, I do think this team has faced some adversity and I think they've handled it. They've passed those tests with flying colors. So I think maybe I wish that for the Florida standpoint that the playoffs started about two weeks ago, <laughs> but you know, they're probably just like, all right, one more week. Let's get through these games and, and start playing for the cup. But uh, it is hard not to think that this team is going to go on a deep playoff run. Yeah, they're peaking at a good time, I think. And Jackie Redman, NHL Network, here with us today on the Panthers Insider Show, talking all things Florida Panthers and more. And you mentioned it there, Jackie, but just from a, a national perspective, it seemed like last year, Everybody across the hockey world, if if their team wasn't playing that night, it was all eyes on Panthers lightning. How much would you like to see that series again, whether it's in the first round, second round, wherever we're able to get it? <laughs> uh, I would love to see it again. It was very entertaining. There was a lot of goals. I mean, how many teams can say that they've scored, you know, four more goals on Andre Vasilevsky in a playoff game? Like the Florida Panthers were able to do that. And for whatever reason, I, I think last year, and you correct me if I'm wrong, they played a few times before, like in that final stretch of the season, right? Right before it was the last two games of the regular season and things got a little wild and you had yeah. some, you had some call-ups in those games. It wasn't the, the exact uh, lineups that started that first round series, but it still got a, got a little dicey. It was feisty. And, they, you know, I love a good feisty series. And so I would love to see it again. Um, I think it would be, you know, nice to have that sort of redemption for the Florida Panthers, get another shot at the, at the team that that eliminated them last year. And for Tampa, right, going for the three-peat, they are the back-to-back -back defending champs. There would be no shortage uh, of storylines. So I'd love to see it. I think it would live up to the hype. I don't think it would be a situation where, um, you know, we, put, we hype it up, hype it up, and then it falls flat. I think it would be really entertaining once again because Tampa has struggled here the last couple of weeks. They've looked mediocre. I thought they had a statement game against the Toronto Maple Leafs kind of coming out and saying, hold the phone. Like, we're not done. We can flip that switch. We're going to flip it right now, and we're going to lay the smack down on the Leafs. So um, I do think Tampa has that ability. So it would be a good series. Hopefully it would go seven uh, so that we could just get every ounce of entertainment out of it. But, yeah, I'd love to see it. Jackie Redmond, NHL Network here with us. And in mentioning that, I'm, I'm, I, I tend to give the Tampa Bay Lightning, like you said, I know they've had some bumps in the road lately. I tend to give them some, some benefit of the doubt because of what they've accomplished the last couple of years. If there's anybody who does know how to just dial it in when game 83 comes, I, I got to think it's the Tampa Bay Lightning. I, we'll wait and see. 
Yeah, I think too, you know, I, I fall into, or I have in the last couple of weeks, right? Two hours every day. So you're always looking for narratives. Mm -hmm. You're looking for ways to have engaging and interesting conversation. And so, you know, I'm looking at Andre Vasilevsky and how many games he started and he is, he is bar down the best goaltender in the NHL. Like it's him. It's been him for a couple of years now. Um, But I'm like, oh, is it too many starts? Is he going to get fatigued? They need to rest him down the stretch. And then I watched the game last night and this guy is making, not only is he making grade A saves, dude looks unfazed. Like he looks so comfortable. And I'm like, oh yeah, that thing that I said last week, that's not looking right right now. Like, I don't think he's tired. I think he is, he is ready. He's still a monster. And, and he's, he, he looked as good as Tampa and Stamkos and everyone did in front of him last night. I know if you, if you look at the highlights and you look at the box score, you just be like, oh, like what did Vazzy have to do in that game the other night? But he made some really, really nice saves too, especially in the first period. And Jackie, tonight here in South Florida, we've got what's going to be a really interesting game within the Atlantic Division because you've got the Panthers who are looking to set a new franchise record if they can win a 13th straight game. And we've got the Toronto Maple Leafs come to town. And I think this is going to be something a lot of people are paying attention to. How do they respond? Because they just got walloped the other night by the Tampa Bay Lightning 8-1. to And they're a team that is certainly going to be uh, you know, in the playoffs once things get mm-hmm. going here. So uh, what do you expect tonight when the Panthers and the Leafs meet? Because again, we have teams coming from from different directions here in this one tonight. Well, I think both both sides of this equation know that they could very well meet in the second round mm-hmm. of this postseason, right? So I think automatically, even though both of these teams you know, they're not really playing for much at this point, right? They're trying to stay healthy. They're trying to get to the playoffs. Even even the game the other night for Toronto. And now listen, Tampa could be most likely their first round opponent. So they have to be up for that game. But they're not playing for seeding, right? right? Tampa's sort of battling it out with Boston here. Who's going to get that three spot? So they had a little bit more to play for. But I guess in saying that, I think these guys aren't dumb. They know that they could meet in the second round. You want to have, you want to walk out of this game tonight feeling like, all right, we're good. We can compete with the team on the other side. And for Toronto, they're coming out of a game where they got smoked. Like they, they really got their lunch handed to Mm -hmm. them by the, Bay Lightning. And for me, I said earlier, I thought it was a statement game for Tampa. It's weird to say that about a team that just won back-to-back cups, but I do think that they, they said, not only are we going to show you that we can flip the switch, we're going to show you that we're not afraid of facing the Leafs in the first round. In fact, we want it to happen. We want it to happen so bad that we are going to beat the living daylights out of you tonight so that we will face you um, in the first round. So I think the Leafs obviously are going to try to bounce back from that performance. Um, The other night, it's going to be Jack Campbell for Toronto um, in this game. So we'll see how that goes. But I think for Florida, they have just as much to prove, right? Like the Florida Panthers, as amazing as this season has been, if there's one thing you can say, it's okay, they haven't won yet, right? They haven't won in the postseason. So I'm interested to see the intensity level between both sides, because again, nobody wants to get hurt. Nobody wants to get hurt a week before the playoffs start, but I do think this is a a very likely actually second round matchup. I shouldn't say that Leafs fans are going to kill me, Uh, but I think it could happen. And and I'm curious to see maybe the, the game of tricks that happens on both sides, right? Because the Leafs tried to be physical with Tampa the other night. 
And I admire that they stood up for themselves, but I don't think it really went well for them in the end uh, in terms of the scoreboard. I'll be curious to see Leafs Panthers. How many goals do you think tonight, Doug? Oh, that's uh, I tell you what, the last time they played, it was that that seven to six overtime game. Old- I'd like to think we're going to have under 13. If we're setting the over under at 13, <laughs> I'd like to think we're going to be under that. But then again, who knows when these two teams play? Yeah, and you know what? Like I do, I, I and I don't know because you know, in the midst of an eighty-two game season, you play one team, you're on to the next. Like, how much do they think about that last game? Do they look at it and wonder, you know, how did you know how did we come back from five-one? How are we able to, you know, blow a five-one lead? I, I, it's one of those games. I don't know how much you can take from it going mm-hmm. into this one, but I, I'm sure lots of people watching the game will be thinking about that 13 goal output the yes. last time but it's so, a must watch game it's one of the games that one of the uh, games that oh it's a it's a big game uh, so after everybody catches the nhl network showcase today at 12 30 you get uh, you get jackie and the whole crew and the red wings and the penguins then you can go have something to eat take a little breather and then gear back up to watch the uh, the panthers and uh, the toronto maple leafs tonight and so many things to watch with that one because you've got two teams that are going to be in the playoffs you want to be feeling good you want the habits to be where they need to be come game one you want to have the best mojo that you can if you see them again you don't want that last memory to be a, a bad loss and obviously Toronto's the team that uh, is trying to rebound from a bad loss. Yeah. And especially too, for, I think, you know, less so for the Florida Panthers, but I think for the Leafs with all of the adversity and, and, and question marks that there have been between the pipes, right? Like Jack Campbell, I guess an important game for Jack Campbell because he's an emotional guy. I think it's what Toronto fans love about Mm -hmm. Jack Campbell is that he's emotional, wears his heart on his sleeve. He cares but it can be a it can be a negative sometimes too, right? And so for Jack Campbell, I think this is an important game for him to play well, win or lose, to just feel good about his game, uh, getting closer to the postseason because we're only a week away here. Yep. And anyone says we're all human, we all have egos, we all have emotions. How this game goes for everybody tonight will impact at least the way they feel heading into a potential game, you know, in a couple of weeks, should they meet in the second round? It's like, oh yeah, well, you know, I'm coming off a pretty good game. I'm feeling good about myself as opposed to, you know, I was pulled in the second and Chalgren had to come in. Like now I got to prove myself. And that because in the playoffs, everything is heightened and all those storylines, all the previews are going to be about what happened in the season series. What's the history between the teams. Um, So it's kind of like um, today feels like a bit of a sort of an appetizer for the first round, because, you know, we got to get ready here. We're going to be watching hockey all night long. We're going to get no sleep. It's going to be one game into the next. Can't take even, you know, a five minute break because you might miss something important in a series. So I'm excited, you know, to join that team. No sleep here in about a week. Now yeah, we're excited for all of it. <laughs> and again, we've known who the eight teams in the East are going to be in this playoff picture for quite some time. It's just a matter of how they all finish. Jackie Redmond, NHL network kind enough to join us here. Uh, Jackie, last thing for you. And I, I like to ask some of our, our guests this when they stop by, uh, just because it's it's something that's of interest to a lot of people. And uh, you and I talked about it a little bit off the air and that all of us in this business, we all got into it. Probably we all started somewhere different to everybody's paths different. But for you, I guess, if you had to give us the uh, the shortened version, if you will, because we're going to be up against the break here. But uh, but Jackie, what what led you into the broadcast world? And uh, I guess, how'd you get your start? 
Well, what led me here was all, it's all about my childhood, right? Like I just grew up in an environment where we loved hockey and baseball. We watched it every day. I'm very close with my sister and my dad. I was a tomboy. I played a ton of sports, including hockey. Um, so for me, it was just a natural progression of like, I love hockey. I want to work in it. And, you know, when I got to high school, I sort of started to notice that I'd be in these debates or conversations with classmates. And then it's like, how do you know? How do you know so much about the Leafs? How much do you know so much about hockey? Like, what do you mean, bro? I know lot. And so I started to realize like, maybe there's something unique here that I can follow as a path in life. And so I did go to school for media. I did all that, but my big break, you know, I worked in radio for a long time, not covering sports. Um, and then I ended up on a reality show, uh, where I won my first job at the sport television network. Um, it came after numerous auditions of not getting, um, hockey jobs. I won the show and then I was, you know, I was like a one-year contract person in the NHL. I was just playing for a contract uh, constantly, but I covered swimming, horse racing, international diving, wrestling. Um, I covered everything under the sun before I ever got a shot at hockey. So for anyone that might be listening that wants to work in hockey, just know that like getting experience is the most important yeah. thing. Even if it's not in hockey, you're going to take the skills that you learn covering whatever it is that you're covering, covering news, entertainment, uh, lifestyle, baseball, soccer, whatever it is, you can always you know, you hone those skills and then you use them elsewhere. Because the biggest thing for me is when opportunity knocks, when that dream opportunity comes your way, are you ready? And if you say no to all the things along the way that aren't really what you want to do, you're not going to be ready for the opportunity when it presents itself. So that would be my biggest, my biggest piece is just get as much experience as you can in any form of broadcast. Mm -hmm. And then you know, when the opportunity comes, you'll be ready to knock it out of the park. You are right on with that. Make the most of every single opportunity. And sometimes finding out what you don't like is just as important as finding out what it is that you do like. Jackie Redmond, NHL Network here with us. And again, you can catch Jackie today, a special edition of NHL Network Showcase. That's today, 1230 Eastern, free-flowing conversation, reaction, and analysis from Jackie, EJ Raddick, Mike Rupp, and Kevin Weeks. Jackie, for all the folks out there, where can they find you on the, uh, on the social media? I know we can find you on NHL Network all the time, so everybody tune into that. But Jackie, where can everybody keep up with you? Oh, I love when a host gives me the chance to pump my social media tires. Uh, Twitter is Jackie underscore Redmond. Instagram is Jackie Redmond. I have recently joined TikTok. I'm not very good at it, but it's I think it's real Jackie Redmond because there's some there's some out there. I think it's real Jackie Redmond. But uh, Doug, you're the best. Um, this must have been an absolutely wild ride for you uh, covering the Panthers, and uh, I'm excited uh, to see it continue. Yeah, it's something that we hope uh, goes well into the spring, into the early summer. So I know we're excited, and, uh, and Jackie, again, can't thank you enough for stopping by. Thanks very much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Jackie Redmond, NHL Network today. Tune into NHL Network at 1230 today. She'll be on the Penguins, Red Wings, NHL Network Showcase. They've got free-flowing conversation, reaction, analysis, and you want to stay tuned all the time. NHL Network, they'll keep you up to date on everything as we get closer to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Panthers and the Leafs tonight at 7. We're on the air with Panthers preview at 630. We'll continue setting up tonight's game and tomorrow's action against the Tampa Bay Lightning as well. Jamison Olive. 
FloridaPanthers.com. My co-host on the Territory Talk podcast. He's going to stop by coming up next segment. Folks, this is the Panthers Insider Show right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Hey, everybody, welcome back here on the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you as always. Big thanks to our guest last segment. Thanks to Jackie Redmond from NHL Network for stopping by. Another exciting guest coming your way here in just a moment. Panthers home against Toronto tonight at 7, home against Tampa Bay tomorrow at 7. We'll have you covered beginning with Panthers preview across the radio network both nights at 6.30. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. And Panthers fans, time to rep the shield, join the territory, become a member now. Territory memberships for next season, they're on sale. Special benefits include pre-sale access to the 2023 NHL All-Star Weekend, priority access to playoff tickets, and much more. Go to FloridaPanthers.com slash members or call 954-835-PUCK to become a territory member today joining me now here on the Panthers Insider Show. You know him from the Territory Talk podcast, which you can find at floridapanthers.com slash Territory Talk or wherever you find your favorite podcast. You know him from the second intermission of every Panthers radio broadcast. You know him from floridapanthers.com. You say his name all over floridapanthers.com. Jameson Olive, kind enough to stop by this morning. And well, Jameson, first things first, thanks for being here. But uh, no better way for the Panthers to finish up the home schedule in the regular season than with a game against the Leafs tonight and a game against the Lightning tomorrow. And in mentioning that, how excited are you not only for these two games, but Tuesday against Boston as well, in terms of these being big tune-ups for the Panthers heading into the playoffs? Well, they're really interesting games when you just think about the fact the Panthers already have the division locked up. They already have the top seed in the East locked up. They like to get the president's trophy, but that's more of a cherry on top. Uh, Andrew Burnett said, I think we can all agree with that. Um, So the question is, how hard do you go in these games when they really don't mean that much? Yes, you want to make a statement against teams that you potentially could see in the playoffs a couple weeks from now. But at the same time, you don't want anyone getting injured. You want Mm -hmm. these guys to rest up. Um, we already saw that, you know, last game, Carter Verhage getting a maintenance day. Radko Gudis got one a couple of games ago. It, it, it's all chess at this point. It, it, it's, it's a chess match with all these coaches trying to get their teams as ready as possible for the playoffs. And that's why, yes, these games are important, but they're more important in using them to get ready for the playoffs. And they are the points that are actually on the board when these teams meet. So they're going to be exciting. Obviously, the Panthers and Leafs have had a crazy series this year. When the Lightning come to town, it's always wild. I don't think we're going to see the usual, you know, six fights we see when the Panthers play the Lightning, just like, because like I said, no one wants to get hurt heading into the playoffs. But they're big games, but at the same time, they really are just such an appetizer for the bigger courses to come in the playoffs. Jameson, all of our guests here on the Panthers Insider Show, getting you set for the action coming up this weekend. And in mentioning that, Jameson, I guess let's start first with looking at tonight's game. We've got uh, two teams coming in kind of from different directions and had Jackie Redmond's uh, perspective on this last segment, but Jamison tonight, the Panthers, they're riding a 12 game win streak that ties a franchise record. Although it feels like it's kind of a, a quiet 12 game win streak, maybe a little bit (laughs) under the radar, 12 game win streak. So the Panthers coming in winners of 12 in a row, the Leafs coming in off one of their worst losses that they've had as a franchise uh, a couple of nights ago, eight to one against the Tampa Bay lightning. So no doubt, even though it's late in the year and these two teams both know they're going to the playoffs, I'm sure Toronto is going to want to get things back on track. You never want to lose a game like that. Doesn't matter where you are in the season. What do you expect here tonight? Well, you look at the game, and like I said, especially with last time the Panthers saw the Leafs, it was that wild, you know, trailing 5-1, coming back, winning it all game. So the Leafs probably want a little bit of revenge from that. Like you said, they want to dust themselves off from that loss across the Sunshine State to the Lightning the other night. So I think the Leafs probably going to, you know, they have something to play for this matchup. You know, they want to establish themselves. They want to be feeling good heading 
into the playoffs, whereas the Panthers, regardless of what happens in the next few games, are going to be feeling good heading into the playoffs. So uh, for the Leafs, it is about getting that good feeling back in the locker room. And that's why I would expect a really, really active first period. The Leafs are going to come out hard. They're going to want to completely move move beyond from that uh, that loss to the Lightning. And the Panthers are going to have to weather that storm. And then I think it's going to be a regular hockey game after that. And I like the Panthers to win any regular hockey game against any team. So I still think the Panthers are going to keep picking up these points. I like you know how they're playing right now. They're so good in the defensive end right now. You look at the last games. They've only given up uh, more than two goals once in the last five or six games here. The goaltending's been solid. The defense has been solid. They haven't been giving up a ton of odd man rushes, breakaways, things like that. And of course, the best defense is a good offense, and the offense has been just as good as it's always been all season long. They're holding on to the puck like no other team in the league. They're the top possession team in the league. Uh, and when you have the puck, the other team doesn't have it. They can't do anything with it. And that's kind of been the Panthers' recipe for success this entire season. So I expect a tough game against the Leafs. But like I said, Panthers, I, I don't expect to fumble in this matchup. Jameson, all of our guests here, Panthers coming most recently off a 5-2 win over the Detroit Red Wings at FLA Live Arena back on Thursday night. In mentioning a point that you just brought up there about the fact that the Panthers – They've had the puck so much they can tighten things up when they when they need to in a game defensively. And in mentioning that, Jamison, you were there the other day during the media availability after the morning skate on Thursday. Uh, Kevin Weeks actually asked Sam Bennett, is there something about this team that maybe people don't know? And I thought it was interesting. Sam Bennett, his response was that, you know, with all the goals that the team scores and all the offensive numbers that they put up, maybe a lot of people miss the fact that this Panthers team can be a really strong defensive team when it needs to. What'd you think of that, that statement there from Sam Bennett as being something that maybe a lot of people overlook with this team, just because of the stats and the offensive numbers. I think it's a true statement. Uh, they can clamp it down when they need to. We've seen that before. We specifically saw that during the game against the predators, uh, you know, a week or two ago, that was really, really strong defensive game. And, the difference is the Panthers can play that game. They just haven't had to play that game for the majority of the season. And the way their system is built with their transition game, their possession game, they're built to win games, you know, four, two, they're not built to, you know, play Islanders hockey and win two, one each and every night. They can do that, but that's not how they're built. And I think it's been really interesting once we get to the playoffs to see, you know, how long they can keep going, scoring four or five goals a game, like they have all season long. But the thing is, if that has to stop, they can flip that switch and be a team that wins games two, one. So, um, I agree with Sam Bennett. I think he's, he's spot on there. And I think when he talks about the defense, he doesn't just mean the defenseman. He doesn't just mean the goaltending. This team has such a strong group of forwards defensively, whether it's Mason Marchman, Barkov, a former Selkie winner, Bennett, Verhage. There's so many Anton Lindell rookies been playing lights out on defense. It's such a strong defensive forward group. And I, I just feel like no one talks about that because they just see all the career high goal totals. So you can be two things. I think a lot of people want to you know, put the Panthers in a box and say they're scoring the most goals in the league. They're an offensive team. They can be an offensive team while also being a good defensive team. You don't have to be one thing. You don't have to be pigeonholed into one thing in the NHL. And I think a lot of, you know, pundits, fans are to be surprised what they see from the Panthers come playoff time. And something interesting that comes off of that, then there are a lot of folks out there that say, and obviously the game does tighten up in the playoffs. The other thing is that everybody's on the same schedule. The rest is the same in a playoff series. You're not catching anybody on a back-to-back with travel while you're sitting there waiting for them. Those kind of things just don't happen when you get to the playoffs. The other difference when you get to the playoffs, not to undermine any opponents, but in the playoffs, everybody's good. You're not going to run into, uh, you know, you're not going to run into any last place teams come playoff time. Those teams have, uh, have already gone home and made their tea times. So <laughs> in mentioning that, Jamison Olive here, looking at uh, at the Panthers going into the playoffs, there are folks out there who say, you know, the Panthers, you, you can't play that run and gun style in the playoffs might not work. But my counter argument to that would be, yeah, but what if you do it better than anybody else does? There's nobody who can play that game like the Panthers do. 
if the Panthers get into games like that in the playoffs, I still like their chances. Yeah, I mean, they're a versatile group. Like you said, we were, I was just talking about it. I mean, they can flip that switch and kind of play any kind of game they want. It just so happens that when they play their game, no one can beat them. And, and I definitely think it's going to be more teams trying to keep up with the Panthers and the Panthers trying to keep up with other teams. I think the Panthers have done a great job all season dictating the pace. And there's no reason to think the Panthers can't keep dictating the pace in the playoffs just because they're playing these high-caliber teams, which they've already beaten. Mm-hmm. They've, beaten all, they've beaten all these teams. They're going to see the playoffs already this season at least once. And another thing uh, I look at when you talk about, like you said, the perception around the Panthers heading into the playoffs is I've seen a couple people say, you know, they've won so much they haven't faced enough adversity this season. They lead the league in comeback wins this year. Yeah. Just because they've won those games doesn't mean they weren't adversity. You know, they, they, they climbed so many mountains in games this year. They've had, you know, four goal comebacks, three goal comebacks. They've, I think it's 27 comeback wins this season or something around that number. This is a team that's faced a ton of adversity this season. Talk about the coaching changes at the beginning of the year. That shook the locker room. That Aaron a whole, whole bunch of adversity. Aaron Eckblad going out a lot, losing Barkov early in the season for, you know, 13 games, the team weathered that storm, all, all the COVID absences uh, there for a week or two. Uh, the team has weathered so much, so many different storms and they fought through so much adversity. I think just because they beat all that adversity is why people think they haven't been through adversity. Just because you get beat down and get back up doesn't mean you weren't beat down. So for the Panthers, once again, that's another thing that I think needs to go away when you talk about the Panthers. This team has overcome a ton of adversity this season, and it just so happens they've risen to the top despite all those things. And he almost just threw some uh, Chumba Wumba lyrics in there to us during They that got play. knocked down, but they got back up again. You're never going to keep the Panthers down. There you go. The Panthers and the Leafs tonight at 7, the Panthers and the Lightning tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Jameson Olive, it's been long enough since the trade deadline, and of course the Panthers made the biggest splash of anybody when they acquired Claude Giroux, and he's been uh, around a point a game since he came to the Panthers. We obviously knew about the offensive instincts. We knew about the, the face-off prowess that he brings to the table, but as far as now evaluating about a month of Claude Giroux being a member of the Panthers, uh, what have you taken away from it? What stood out to you the most? It's a lot of things. I mean, 17 points in 15 games is huge. You know, over a point per game player uh, really just kind of slid into that top six and has been looking great. Been looking great on the top power play unit, that 5-4 unit. You know, when you have a guy with his skill set, his patience with the puck, um, it really does help on that power play. With the power play, let's not forget, I mean, that was another thing we were complaining about early in the season. When I say we, I mean just the greater Panther fandom we're complaining about early in the season. It, I think it's, you know, seventh or eighth in the league right now. So that's another thing along with the road record that you can just set aside as things the Panthers have overcome. But particularly when it comes to Giroux, you mentioned the faceoffs, 58.2% right now with the Panthers. And I think not only as you know, he's won a ton of key draws. He's like, he's had draws that have directly led to wins this season. We saw that uh, in one of those early games he was here against the devils. He had the, the, the draw back to bark off for the game tying goal. So he, the faceoffs are huge and they're going to be huge in the playoffs, whether it's winning draws in the power play to buy you 30 extra seconds on the man advantage or winning on the penalty kill to kill off 30 seconds of an opposing power play. That time is so valuable and it's all about time management. And if you can manage time by winning faceoffs, it just helps you that much more. And another thing I've noticed, is that I think Barkov is something like 90% in the dot the last two or three games. And I wonder how much Claude Giroux is also helping the other guys on this team win face-offs, not only because they're, you know, now they have different options. They can you know, only take draws on their strong side, things like that, but just maybe little bits of advice and practice here and there, because Claude has been one of the top face-off guys in the league for, you know, a decade here. So you talk about the skills he brings, but also the mental stuff, the lessons. I, I think it's starting to now really, you know, reflect uh, on the rest of the Panthers. Panthers and the Leafs tonight. Jameson all of FloridaPanthers.com joining us here. Of course, we'll get you started at 630 with Panthers preview 7 o'clock. We will drop the puck. Uh, Jameson, just a couple of things before we let you get going here uh, in just a moment. But uh, 
we love talking about Anton Lindell. Season's gone along. He's had a great rookie season. He's gotten stronger as the season's continued. Uh, we've been impressed with him since day one, but is there anything you've noticed maybe in his game that's continued to evolve uh, as he's gone through this first pro season in North America? It's so hard to say evolve just because he came in so good. He didn't really start slow. He's been great all season. Um, you know, it stinks. He missed that time with that injury because right now I'm in mean, 43 points in 62 games mm-hmm. as a, as a third line center that plays, you know, on the second power play unit and the second power play unit really doesn't get a lot of time here to have that many points uh, is, is really impressive. The work he's done on the penalty kill right away had his first career shorthanded goal a couple of games ago. I, I, I tweeted out, I think, when it's all said and done, he's going to be the franchise leader in shorthanded goals because uh, he just has that killer instinct at five on five and on the penalty kill. He's never afraid to shoot it. He's never afraid to try and beat a guy one on one. And I think that swagger has kind of been the most impressive thing, but it's been there since day one. Yeah. And you and I talked about this. He came in, you know, his first couple of goals. He had great sellies. He was not, you know, humble. He was not, I, mean, I shouldn't say not humble, but he wasn't shy. He was he wasn't shy about, you know, showing his passion, showing the energy and, uh, you know, having big sellies. And we just said that that really just speaks to the the greater, you know, which what's the word I'm looking for here? The greater just camaraderie and the greater energy in that locker room that a rookie can come in and, you know, have that kind of attitude. And there's no one in that room Mm -hmm. telling him, like, you can't do that. Like, you got to earn that kid. And I think that's why he's had such a great season is because he's getting lifted up and has such great support in that room from all the veterans in there. So incredibly talented steal of the draft i think for sure even though you know he was a first round pick but he fell all the way to the panthers you know outside of the top 10 you know, i think they redrafted right now he'd be maybe top two or three yeah just given how good he's been and how good he's projecting to be now but i'm just excited to see him in the playoffs because we've seen him on big stages we saw him at the world juniors we saw him in the world championships this is a guy that rises to the occasion when the lights are really bright so i think he's going to have I mean, everyone on this team has a chance to break out during the playoffs, but I'm really looking at Anton Lundell to have a couple big moments here in the postseason. Yeah, he had the confidence that he belonged right away, and it was noticeable. Last thing here for you, Jamison Olive from FloridaPanthers.com. Kind enough to stop by. You can find him on Twitter at Jamison Coop. Jamison, the Panthers and the Leafs tonight as we get the folks set up for this one. The Panthers will be successful this evening and win a 13th straight game and set a new franchise record if – what happens tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs and not just outscoring the other team? What's got to happen? You beat me to it. I was going to say the, they, they have to score more goals. That's first and foremost. I'm going to say if they don't overlook the Leafs, they'll definitely have a good chance to win because let's not forget the Panthers do care about this game in a sense that, like I said, the Leafs probably care more. It means more to them, but the Panthers, you know, it's the Leafs. They want to beat the Leafs, but they, you got to think they're also looking ahead to the lightning a bit on Sunday, a rivalry matchup, a really big game. They have not seen the lightning in quite a bit here by Panther lightning standards. It seems like they usually play each other every two weeks. That hasn't been the case here uh, recently. So I think they're really looking forward to that matchup in particular, but I think, you know, really focusing on the Leafs and having a good start because we've mm-hmm. seen, even during the best times this season, there have been times where the Panthers have had a slow start, but then, you know, they, they heat up, they find their groove and they, they get all the goals they need after that. That's something out of all the things, you know, they want to clean up heading to the playoffs. They've talked about, they want better starts. They don't want to have to come from behind. They want to play with leads. They've been doing that lately. It's been really good lately. And I think that's just something I'd like to see them keep up here against the Maple Leafs, come out hot, you know, stomp them out early and then just cruise to victory. Jamison all FloridaPanthers.com. You can find him on Twitter at Jamison Coop. You can find him all over FloridaPanthers.com, the Territory Talk podcast at FloridaPanthers.com slash Territory Talk and the second intermission of every Panthers radio broadcast. Jamison, thanks very much for stopping by, and we will see you at FLA Live Arena tonight at 7. Sounds good. See you then, Dougie. 
Jamison Owl, FloridaPanthers.com. And that takes us to the end of the program. Big thanks to Jamison for stopping by here today. Big thanks to NHL Network's Jackie Redman for stopping by last segment. Again, we hope to see you at FLA Live Arena tonight and tomorrow. Both games start at 7. Tonight it's Toronto. Tomorrow it's Tampa Bay. Last regular season home games for the Panthers after tomorrow. The next time they'll be home will be game one of the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. So you want to get your tickets. You want to see this team in person. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. That's it for this edition. This has been the Panthers Insider Show. I'm Doug Plagans. We'll talk to you next week. You've been tuned in to the Florida Panthers Radio Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.